A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I wanna be there. I wanna live there. I wanna go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome into CityCast, where we aim to keep you updated on all things City of Rock Hill. I'm Ashley Studebaker alongside co-host Matthew Cray. Today we have special guest Ron Roveri. I will not call you Ron Rivera. I'm sure you get that. <laughs> How right. many times have you gotten Oh, that yeah. Oh. A lot. A lot. Actually, <laughs> actually, when he when that was first announced, my phone was ringing off the hook, my cell phone, all my friends back home. Are you coaching the pan? No, that's not me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, welcome to CityCast. And if you don't mind, um, before we get into some fun questions about you, can you just tell us your title and how you got to where you are now? Okay. Well, um, my name's Ron Rivera, of course, uh, the director at Applied Technology Center in Rock Hill for Rock Hill Schools. We serve all three high schools in the district. Uh, my career actually started in the automotive industry in Cleveland, Ohio. Ah. I worked for Shell Oil Company. Um, you remember back in the day when the bells would ring and a gas station attendant would come out and pump your gas oh, and yes. check your oil and wash your windows? That was me. Oh, wow. Okay. All, all through the 80s. And then I became a maintenance and light repair technician. And um, in 89, 88, 89, uh, Shell closed all their full-serve stations, converted them to self-serve, and that's when I went and became certified to teach because I said I just didn't want to just pump gas. I, mean, I got into the auto, automobile industry to work on cars, so then I wanted to teach automotive. Um, and then in 92, 93, I moved to Rock Hill, and I taught and coached at Rollinson Road Middle School. That was my very first assignment. What did you teach and coach? Industrial technology was okay. what I taught, and I coached football, wrestling, and track. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Busy guy. Yep. <laughs> Matthew, do you ever remember um, the gas stations where you would somebody would come out and pump your gas? No. We had yeah. one in a small town I grew up in. I mean, I know that's still a thing in New Jersey. You're not, really? You don't pump your own gas. Someone else does it for you. But There's one left in Clover. I believe it's still uh, okay. It's still full full surf station in Clover, right there by the Food Lion. I'll just have my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're gonna go ahead and get started on the fun questions, Matthew. I'll let you take this one away. And before we do that, I know I had you move this right before the show, but okay. if you can move it a little bit down, down. And a little bit towards Ashley. How about that? Yeah, I think that that'll be a little okay. bit better. We want to make sure right. we can hear you loud and clear. Okay. So, all right, we're gonna do some get to know you questions, and we're going to. We're going to put a minute on the clock, so we'll pull out our handy-dandy timer here. Are you ready? Ready. So you prefer to go eat out or get takeout from a restaurant? Actually eat out. Okay. Yep. Uh, movies or TV shows? Movies. Do you have a favorite movie? Uh, a few good men. Okay. Mm. Uh, favorite fruit? Watermelon. How many siblings do you have? Seven. Um, like wow. myself? Yes. Uh, I'm a twin. I have twins, but I'm a twin and um, there's seven of us. So you're right. one of seven brothers and sisters? Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, in the cu cabinet, cubs right side up, cups right side up or upside down? Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite ones that yeah. we ask. Uh, leave the dishes for later or do them right uh, away? Uh, yeah, don't know dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> favorite subject in school growing up? Um, shop. Uh, shop class. Okay. 
Naps or no naps? No naps. Okay. What's something you enjoy doing in your free time? Working on cars. At a cookout, do you want a burger or a hot dog? One one of each. (laughs) And then I think this is always my favorite question, but uh, tell us if you can think of something, something funny you did when you were a kid. Um, We would we would actually call the police department when we were seniors. We would call the police department, let them know which house was getting toilet papered. We would toilet. We would go TP houses. You remember that? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Matthew, did you ever do that? Was Was that an up north thing? It must have been. (laughs) So yes, but we would always call the police department, let them know where we would be. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So you called them before you did it, or no, before, before. Yep. That's so fun. The thrill of toilet papering a house. Gosh, yeah. brings me back. Not not something I've done, but now, it, it sounds like if it rained overnight, oof, the, yeah, rough. The owners, the owners weren't happy. So I mean, if if you maybe I'm getting too much in the weeds here. If you called them before, would they show up? Like they just we just well because actually they would tell us we need to know if you're going to do that. If, you know they think they you know teenagers at that time of course even now do simple pranks. Yeah. And that was what you did with the seniors that were getting ready to graduate. Okay. You, you would TP their house. It doesn't take long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I just, yeah. I'm just thinking like if, you, if you're calling the officers to be like, hey, we're going to do this, like, yeah. is that something where you're <laughs> tipping them off to what you're going to yeah. do? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Oh, that was a weird place. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's it for the fun questions, but we are going to get uh, into what you do on a day-to-day basis. So... Can you just let us know what is the Rock Hill Applied Technology Center? Well, the Applied Technology Center is a career and technical education facility. We serve all three high schools in Rock Hill, and that is a place where students go for uh, workforce development, skill development. Um, back in the day, it used to be called vocational education, uh, vocational schools, and up, up where we grew up, where mm-hmm. you and I grew up, there were joint vocational schools. So you didn't have one of those for every district you had to travel um like maybe 20 30 miles to get to your right. your regional vocational center well mm-hmm. here in south carolina we're blessed because there's um at least in your county the four districts in your county each district has a um a place for students to go to take their career and technical education classes what can you tell us about how the rock hill atc began uh well, um all the way back in, I believe, in 1973, I, I looked at the plaques. There's three buildings. There's A building. A and B building were, build in, were built in 73 at the same time, and then C building was added in 74, 75, um, so early 70s. And that was back, in the, that was back when um, students declared either college prep track or they were going straight to the workforce. If they were going straight to the workforce, then they went to their, their, at that time it was called CDC, Career Development Center. So you'd get the training you needed to go directly to work after high school. So what role does the ATC exactly play within the school district here? Uh, workforce, workforce development, skill development. Uh, it's, it's very, it's highly technical now. Um, so we say, now we say college and career. It's, mm. it's, it's all together. You don't just study to go directly to work after high school, although some do go directly to work. Um, and you don't, you don't declare a college prep where you're going straight to college. It, right now, it's blended. I mean, we, we students can take a block at, at our school, at um, ATC, go back to their home school for a block, 
for their core, come back to us, and they can come any block. So they don't have to. Back then, also, you would you would have to go there since you were driving so far. You would have mm. to go there for, for at least half of your day. Uh, it's not like that anymore. How soon do you begin offering this? Uh, the, does the ATC begin serving or inviting students yep. to come be a part of their classes? Uh, we're very freshman friendly, so they can start their freshman year. Oh, wow. And in fact, we right before the pandemic, we were taking a small team to every middle school. There's five middle schools in the district. And we'd meet with the entire eighth grade in the auditorium to give them an overview of ATC. Uh, what all our programs we offer, um, just a, like an orientation of ATC. Well, of course, with the pandemic, we, we had to stop doing that, but we're gonna start that again next, next year. So we're freshman friendly. All right, so let's say I show up and I love six different programs in the ATC. How many do I have to choose? Um, actually, that's a great question. Uh, we're on a four by four block schedule. So that means the students take four classes a day, four block, 90 minute blocks a day. On a four by four block schedule, a student can take in their high school career, they can take up to 32 units. Okay. You need 24 to graduate in South Carolina. So there's plenty of room to take multiple pathways. My, my, my twins, for instance, they're in college now, but they both graduated high school double completers. Uh, my son gr completed engineering and culinary arts. My daughter completed uh, health science. And what was her other one? Uh, I know it was health science and I believe uh, sports medicine. Um, so yeah, you can, do, you can do multiple pathways. How many, how many programs in total does ATC have? Um, another great question. Brought my little cheat sheet here. <laughs> um, here's our directory. There's 24 different pathways at just on our campus. Now the district has CTE pathways also at the home high schools. So total, total CTE career and technical pathways in our district, 28, we have 28 different pathways, a lot different. When I was in high school, I had wood shop, metal shop, and automotive. That was it, <laughs> those three. And then home ec, of course, everybody, I think that right. was a requirement back then, you had to take home ec. So is it an application process for students, like even freshmen, or how does it work for someone to get involved? No, they, uh, they start their IGP, Individualized Graduation Plan. They, start, they sit down with their counselor in eighth grade, uh, around January so we like to go out right before we leave for Christmas break is like when we go out and do our recruiting um, and talk to eighth graders about the programs so they sit down with their counselor they map out their high school career and then they um, select their um, they choose the courses they wish to sign up for so you've got 20 something courses here and I'm sure there's others that you guys have considered adding why did you choose I'm sure there's not one rhyme or reason. The courses that you have here. Um, you have an advisory. Every program has an advisory committee. Uh, we also do a needs assessment. Now we have, to, we, have to do, we have to update our needs assessment every two years. Um, so in order for you to receive the proper funding, federal funding, state funding, you have to be able to show that there's a need in your region for that program of study. My guess is I know the answer to this, but as technology has advanced over the years, you, have you guys changed the courses you've had available? Oh, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, big time. Is it common to add programs or how yes. kind of yep. tactical and, is that? And to phase out. 
Yeah, okay. you have you, you you have to keep up, and that's the whole purpose of the needs assessment. You have to keep up with what's taking place in your geographical region. What what are one or two that you've maybe phased out of recently, and one or two that are new to the ATC? Um, well, okay, let's look at new. Let's look at uh, drone drone technology, for instance. Oh, wow. um, yeah, that was unheard of. Ooh. Three, four, five yeah. years. I mean, we, we knew what <laughs> yeah. drones were, but as far as being a pathway, that was one we recently added to drone innovations technology. Um, biomedicals was most recently mechatronics, which is advanced manufacturing. Um, all those uh, have been phased in. Um, trying to think if we've phased out. Actually, I wouldn't say we phased it out completely. Graphic communi- the old style graphic communications, it's now called digital art, digital art and design. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. There's still some, some companies out there that still use some traditional graphics um, equipment, but um, I would say your traditional graphic arts communications was phased out, was phased into digital art and design. Are students able to, um, or do you help students get scholarships through this program? Oh, absolutely, yep. And they also earn um, industry certifications. Uh, That's a big part of the accountability system now because if a student completes our pathway, um, there needs needs to be a certification um, associated with it. Drone, drone for instance, drone Mm -hmm. technology. The FAA 107 unmanned pilot license is what the students can can earn when they leave. Um, Just like automotive ASE, your ASE credentials. Um, certifications. It, 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 so if a, if a student's not leaving with a credential, um, then we feel that that you know we we haven't really prepared the student for that industry, that workforce. So you would say that's the end goal, yes, kind of. Yes, for- absolutely. Specifically for scholarships, do you guys act as a medium just to help students find scholarships or other specific ones? Yes, we 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 get the information. I, we have two counselors on campus. And uh, um, they, they, one of them focuses heavily on getting that scholarship information out to the students. Um, there's an application process. They have to apply for it, of course. Um, typically, that requires them to write a, um, um, a, a short autobiography and describing, you know, your career goals. Um, why did you choose this pathway? And what credentials do you have to make you uh, help you um, su- be successful in this pathway? Um, that's all part of uh, the scholarship application process. So they go to, to our guidance office. I have two career counselors, and there's a section of the office there where they have all the scholarship information. How many students do, maybe, maybe this is a better way to phrase this, what percentage of the total students who can take ATC classes actually end up doing so? Um, and if you don't have a number, a rough estimate or discussion <laughs> actually no that's a great question so f- looking at some of our data here back okay back in 2018 that okay. graduating cohort which was the end of my first year as director 2017-18 was my first year there 30 um, percent of the graduating class 30 percent of that graduating class were were cte completers they completed a pathway okay. And then over the years, and of course last spring, class of 2021, 47%, so almost mm. half. So just under half of that graduating class completed a CTE pathway. So, so even in just the past three years, that, yep. that's a 17% yeah. increase. Yeah. Yep. yep. 
What would you say, um, how do classes at ATC differ from, you know, just the normal high school classes? And do you think that's kind of intriguing for students and why yeah. they might choose? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and, that, and that's why it's a great place to, um, to work um, as an employee because the students, all the students that are on our campus are there because they chose to be there. And it's, it's very hands-on. Um, obviously, um, look, look welding, for instance, okay, you choose that pathway, um, very, very, very hands-on, uh, all the pathways. That's, um, that's what workforce development is, skill development. It's, it's, it's skill development. So for someone like <clears throat> you mentioned welding and like automotive and just kind of like the get your hands dirty jobs, I guess, if you will. Are there something kind of like a little opposite of that? Yeah, and it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because back, let's talk about mechatronics, which is advanced manufacturing. Um, years ago, um, parents, um, I remember my parents, when we would sit down and look at course selections, you know, my mother would always say, what do you want? When I went out, of course, I fell in love with automotive. Why do you want that job? I use, it's so dirty, you're gonna get dirty. <laughs> Um, and it's not like that anymore. Nowadays, you look at a man, you walk into a manufacturing plant now, and it is, it is mm. spotless. Um, everything's in its place, organized. Um, over the years, things have become highly technical, and all the technology equipment that are in all of these manufacturing, automotive places now, the, the environment has to stay clean, because if, if it's not a clean environment, that's going to affect how that equipment operates. So big difference from the the old manufacturing old automotive plants to the new i'm sure these type of courses give students a, a head start if you will on kind of what they want to do do you have an example of a success story or, or two of a student who started off in the atc and it kind of jump started them to where they wanted to be yeah see, so if you look at my i know our audience can't see but you see all <laughs> you see all my success oh, stories wow, each, yeah. but, oh, wow. but um there's there's a student andrew taylor let's i'll take him for instance andrew taylor's he graduated from um, miss harrelson's drafting and engineering program uh he's now a um architect his offices at the pentagon oh my gosh wow. the pentagon yes wow um, <laughs> very very uh, awesome success story there we have a student uh, who uh, graduated from the drone program zach and he's i'm not gonna mention any company names but he's working for a construction company now in charlotte he just graduated was hired last year as a drone he earned his fa 107 so mm -hmm. what he's doing for that company is he's doing site mapping with the drone wow um started out of straight out of high school started them in the low 50s Full benefits. It's amazing. Wow. In incredible. Uh, and then I have two, uh, actually, I have two instructors that graduated, went to ATC. Uh, my, our current welding instructor, Miles Broom, graduated from high school, um, Rock Hill Schools in 2010, went off to, um, then went to Trident, um, I believe it was Tri-County Tri Tech. Okay. Finished, okay. finished the welding program out there in the Clemson area. Yeah, that's Tri-County. Yep. Yep. Um, and then went to Colorado, worked for a major welding company, was, was actually um, was doing custom pipe welding. And you can weld pipe that you're, you're highly sought after. <laughs> so he went out for a few years into the industry, um, made big money, got married, settled down, has kids now, and now he's... Came back for a Came back, and he's, <laughs> and he's, he's actually um, teaching the welding program. 
So do you guys have something called a Star <laughs> Student mm -hmm. Award? Can you explain how that works yeah, every, and how someone can get that? So every month, our work-based learning coordinator, Mandy Wolf, she, uh, she coordinates this activity. Every teacher gets to nominate who they feel, um, put in 100%, 110% effort this month, and just, just, just knocked it out of the ballpark. So they can nominate them to be Star Student. And... Um, they get they get called to the office. Um, Mandy gives them a nice uh, little gift, uh, you know, T-shirt, um, you know, um, any anything we have. Um, nice, we have nice nice pens, T-shirts, hats, because we make all that stuff in our in our own um, mm. facility. Um, so they um, and they we send home we send everything home to the parents, let the parents know uh, that they were star student, and then we have our wall of fame, and that's where they they um, they're displayed there. So we know who all our, um, high, you know, our, our high flyers, are, our kids who are just busting their tail. Mm -hmm. We just want to recognize them. So, so we've heard the story from the school district that, you know, Friday, Thursday, March 2020, there's school. And then the next week, there's no school. And they had yeah. to adjust and figure out how yeah. to finish out the year. You guys obviously offer very unique programs. Yeah. And how, how did it affect you differently than maybe it did the school district in their regular classes yeah that that's uh, particularly that spring the spring of 2020 right after the yep. shutdown we had to go completely remote um the skill the, the there's no doubt the skill development suffered that that's that spring welding for um, example yes. it's not like you yep. can just a, a, weld a, at home yes, yeah. Front, <laughs> yeah now you can simulate all you want uh, but just at some point you're going to have to weld two pieces of metal together um that was tough that that spring um, but we did it. We got through it. We did it virtually. And then, of course, the following fall, we were on an AB, mm. AB day, AB block. Right. So because so, we only had half the students on campus at a time, and that was even tough. But at least they were there. At least they were getting some skill development. Are you guys full fledged back oh, to normal yeah, oh now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We, and we've been since last, since last March. Okay. Yep. Were there any courses while the skill? courses may have suffered other courses that flourished during that time uh, there were um you know i would say um so that 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 following fall we we did offer three classes 100 percent virtual uh, health health science one the mm -hmm. first level health science was one of them digital art one yeah yeah, yeah was one of them so okay. th yeah that um so yes because that was a lot of um software online so those did okay, but like, like you said, yeah. the, the welding, the automotive, the collision repair, the, those classes, the advanced manufacturing was okay because there, there's a lot of programming that, that could be done virtually, but when it came to actually um, making sure that that piece of equipment is, is running correctly, that, that struggled a little bit. But I would say your, the, the automotive, the collision repair, the welding were the three that probably got hit the hardest with with the um, with the covid with the shutdown how big is your space where you hold all of these classes how many students can you have at um well last we had our highest enrollment ever at the end of last year and we're probably going to have it at the end of this year we had um 16 that was 2019 2020 we had 1606 unduplicated that means you only count if the student has more than one class you yeah. only count them once okay. so that's okay. so that's 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 pretty healthy with only three feeder high schools mm -hmm. um and then 1714 1714 this 
time last year during the last school year. And I'm anticipating our unduplicated enrollment to be um, just under um, 2,200. Oh, wow. So um, continuously yeah. growing. Can they all be in the building at once? Uh, no. Okay. No. Yeah. So just how every, many classrooms? So every block, have? every block we have anywhere, we range anywhere from three to 500 students on campus per block. Okay. okay. Per block. And it's located over next to Northwestern it High is. School, correct? Yes, yes. So if you're doing something like welding or what was the automotive one you said? Collision repair. Collision automotive. repair. Are you bringing like parts of a car into the classroom? Or? Uh, no, all that's already there. Um, oh, wow. The instructors do a good job of getting stuff donated yeah. so for the students to practice on. Um, now, every now and then, if they if they want to bring in s- something to work on, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, everything, we get everything donated. We get everything right there is ready for them. So obviously student numbers are increasing every year. Uh, you guys are probably looking for ways to improve and accommodate that. What can you tell us about the future of the ATC and where you guys hope yeah. to go? Uh, well, convincing parents, that that's, that's what I think that's what we're trying to do um, for in the future is, is let, let parents know, hey, um, your child can do both. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, you know, York Tech, Greenville Tech, that's college. Some parents don't view those technical schools as college. But now, if you, if you graduate and go, go to a technical school, get, get everything out of the way before you hit that big institution, um, you're going to save, uh, you're going to save a pile, a pile of money. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, to me, that's what we need to try to convince parents it, 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 in the future is, hey, these technical careers are, 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 are highly technical, and students um, um, can, can really put their core academics to use and, and get a high, a very high-paying job and, and a, a very nice career in, in the technical fields. Do your classes count as college credit? Oh, yes, we have. That's a great oh. question. We have a lot of dual credit with York Technical College. Um, we also have York Technical College instructors on our campus that teach um, some core classes, your, your English and your math, because we have some students who just want to stay with us all day. And, you know, they have to get their core, they have to get their math and their language arts for graduation where well, they can do right. all that on our campus. Um, so school's almost out, but I'm sure you don't stop working. What's the no. summer look like for you? Oh, that's when you're getting ready for the next school year. You're, um, you're tweaking your master schedule. You're making sure student schedules are correct, um, making sure your, your, your facility is, is cleaned, ready to go, equipment, if any major equipment that needs to be phased out and updated. Um, all that takes place. There's a lot going on in the summer, a lot. Is there anything else that you want to add or that we missed? One more thing. And this took me a lot longer to figure out than it should have when I was looking at the website. Please explain to the audience. uh, The ATC mascot is the Bear Trollians. Uh, what is that? <laughs> okay, that is a combination. So we receive students from all three high schools: Rock Hill High, Rock Hill High Bearcats. Oh. <laughs> I see you clicking for action. South Point, yes. the South Point Stallions, yep. Northwestern Trojans. So the oh. so the bear, the bear Trollian. I love. That. Oh my gosh, the that's be, cool. The, logo too. The, the bear Trollian is actually a combination of all three high school mascots. So you've got the Trojan hat, you've got mm-hmm. the stallion, and then yep. I'm looking at this upside down. Which part is the bear cat? The in center. Okay, the center. Yep. 
Wow. All audience. Like, everybody needs... This is, like, blowing my mind right now. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, how would you guys come up with Digital that? art. The digital art department. Okay. Ah, yep. Love it. Any, yeah, anything? And that, that was done shortly before, so I arrived as director in the 2017-18 school year. It was my first... This was a few years before I... I um, arrived is when this was they rebranded it's funny i saw this question on here that matthew wrote and i was like i don't want to sound silly so (laughs) i don't know about that one but that is very that's cool well we're happy we were happy to bring in the uh the gm of the bear trollians today to talk about the (laughs) atc yes thank you so much for joining us oh you're welcome thank you thanks for listening to the rock hill city cast episodes are available each week to stream on soundcloud google and apple podcasts To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.